0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back into Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with Bobby Bear, Charlie Long's back in studio. Me and the Cajun Cannon been hanging out at Saints training camp. He was just at practice. We're going to dive into his training camp notes of what went on today. And Bobby, there was a lot of absences, unfortunately. And even uh, a player left left the session a little bit early.
2: Well, uh, 14 players, uh, obviously. uh, I'm sure you can go to a number of camps around the NFL. And you have a lot of players, uh, you know, um, missing practice. They're dealing with some type of injury. So I'm not necessarily uh, concerned with that. I was concerned with because I think he was doing an outstanding job. And I'm a fan of his because I think he's as blue-collar as they get. And that is uh, Ryan Conley. Uh, And then I'm like, What? I mean, he's not ready to go in then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Dennis Allen says that Ryan Conley has a significant knee injury, so that's not like a couple of weeks. I I would think that would be weeks uh, considering where he's at because he's really led the team in this uh, preseason. You know, he's going into his fourth season out of Wisconsin. He's just a football player. He's like blue-collar, and uh, so that's not necessarily encouraging now. You know what was encouraging? What you got? Andrews Pete. A- what? A- Andrews. Pete. Bobby having a positive note on Andrews Pete. Andrews Pete was out there. Uh, look, he took a handful of reps for the second team. So I, had, I asked Dennis Allen. Well, uh, you know what? He's not going to play any in the preseason? I mean, he's not that good. <laughs> I mean, I think he needs to play at least a series in the preseason. So. Even if he doesn't start, he's ready to plug and play in the regular season. Uh, so, no, a handful of reps with a second team. And uh, Dennis Allen said, well, we'll see how the rest of the week goes as far as his reps. So I wouldn't be um, surprised if Andrew's Pete, and Jameis Winston might be in there or it might be Jay Kane or whatever, that he's out there contributing or having an opportunity to contribute. I mean, we need Andrew's Pete. Listen, we can't make him love football. But 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 come on! when You're getting paid like he's getting paid. Can you at least like seem like you care? Now this might be a little hating. I I don't know, uh, and I can speculate. I, they pay me to speculate. No, really, tell us how you feel. Uh, no, so no, I, I think Andres Pete would be a player if they told him you're on IR. He's oh okay, whatever. Because you know why he's still getting paid. I don't know how much he loves football. How many times you've heard me say that? No, I know. But he's don't so, don't want to be big for nothing. He's so big, yes, that at pure pressure, he's been forced to play football his whole life. And my grandma would have called him. I'd say, what, you you can't be big for nothing. Go, like, maul that person. He'd be a great Hollywood actor. You know, you dress him up in armor, and you put him on the front line. He's a giant. Andrews Pete is a giant. Now, we want you to play like a giant. You know, we don't want because he's kind of ho-hum. So Andrews Pete, listen, we need him. Uh. Well, if I could put Hurst's brain or maybe his mindset in, in the Andrews Pete. Or from might, what you're saying, maybe that desire. The desire. Yeah, that that's a better word. Uh, that, that that might be a, a better word to describe what we need in Andrews Pete. The but, love know, of the game. Yeah. Her, Hurst might be playing something. He might be starting. Something might happen. Andrews Pete got to go in there. We need Andrews Pete to roll to be able to get something done. So hopefully that's the case that um, I, I'm not worried about 2024. Uh, I'm worried about this season with Andrew Speed, so hopefully he can contribute and help the team. But um, looking at some of the highlights what occurred today in practice, I thought uh, because, you know, we just played the game, just had a long road trip, like Dennis Allen said, coming back um, from California, that, um, I don't know, the defense, uh, sometimes it's not like it could be a bang-bang play, but they're not hitting nobody. They're not hitting their own receivers. And stuff, so they would catch the ball. And, oh, that was a big game, or maybe they weren't selling out in coverage. But uh, Derek Carr, to me, the, the play of uh, the day was uh, a pass to A.T. Perry, who are we counting on. Uh, I think A.T. Perry, because they drafted him, they want him to work out, and I think he will, uh, considering how many times he's targeting the catches that he has. He had a plus 40-yard gain, but uh, but you know what I looked at. Uh, he still got something left in the tank. And you see this flash. You know how Dennis Allen, the, oh, I got to see it every now and then. If you're an older player. Right. I don't know. Were they, were, were they trying to block Cam Jarn? Cam Jorn, a tackle for a loss, minus four yards. Whoa. But uh, he, he didn't look old to me. He, he looked pretty stout and young. So that had been a minus four-yard uh, play. This is the kind of plays I think you're going to see from Michael Thomas. Nothing sexy. It's not going to make top 10 ESPN and all that stuff. Uh, But plus eight over the middle. He hooked over the middle, and he caught a pass. Like plus eight yards. It all counts. I think right now Michael Thomas is going to be more, I don't know if that's best case scenario, but I think it's the scenario that he's going to be the number three or four guy. Uh, Michael Thomas is not the top dog no more. I'm sorry. Uh, he's just not the NFL Officer Player of the Year. It's not happening. No, we've definitely seen Chris but Olave take over the top that, dog That doesn't role. matter. That doesn't. That Listen, it could be Chris Olave and Juwan Johnson and also what? I mean, uh, he, he'll pay. Come on, but be a pro. Accept your responsibility. And I think he's ready to do that. That being Michael Thomas, that just helped the team win. And I think he has that mindset. So I still think he's going to contribute, whether the back shoulder throws. The under routes, um, uh, hooks, I mean, it's third and four. Oh, uh, and Derek Carr, you know, all of a sudden completed it for six yards. But you know what? First down, Saints. I think that's where Michael Thomas is at right now. Are you at least
1: seeing better separation from him in the, you know? No, 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 no,
2: no, no, no. no. I don't see better separation. He understands uh, sometimes zone concepts. Right. So you have to know man to man in zone. He knows where to sit in the zone and how you get open. And you might say, because 'Cause I'm telling you, oh, well, Bobby, that's easy. No, it's not. I've seen players who have no idea what the defense is doing, and just run the route the same whether it's man or zone. What? I'm, I'm like, okay, you, you hook up right here. You're uncovered. Why are you gonna go run into coverage and get yourself covered? See, Michael Thomas is smart. He he knows what to do. So that you know, zone versus man, man versus zone. Uh, that's why I want Michael Thomas because he understands how they're trying to defend him, and Derek Carr knows that, and so he can trust him. It- it's all about trust. So I'll look at Michael Thomas, a simple play like plus eight over the middle. Uh, Jamal Williams, I think Jamal Williams is going to have a great start to the season in September. Uh, I like his vision. I mean, I'm like plus 10, plus uh, type run. I mean, now, uh, you know, they're not actually tackling out there, but you can see the cuts he made. And by the time they would get him down, uh, th- th- that's a nice uh, run. So I'm highly confident in uh, Jamal Williams. Now, uh, this is one of, um, I guess, a positive and a negative. How about Zach Bond? Listen, man, you're trying to make an impact, and he dropped the interception from Jameis Winston. How about it hit your hands and you catch it? Or be more aggressive to the ball? He dropped the pick, but you know what I wrote? Good pass defense by Foster Morrow. Foster Morrow almost looked at that play like, there's no way I'm going to catch it. So I got to be a defender. So, yes, all of a sudden, when it was in Zach Bond's hands, he stripped him and knocked the ball out. So, uh, pass defended, but incomplete. That's when you need Zach Bond uh, to make those type of plays and to come up big time. Look, Derek Carr to Chris Olave, plus 30. But, again, like on the back end of the safeties, it's like bang, bang. They're not going to knock the crap out of Chris Olave in practice. So I was like, eh, I mean, I don't know. Then I look at like um, oh Winston to Shaq Davis, plus 25. Shaq Davis, South Carolina State has been stepping up. But I'm like, I don't know. It was like Jordan Howden, Howden uh, you know, uh, the safety we drafted out of Minnesota. I don't know. He got a sack. So it's hard to actually uh, judge what's going to go on. Now, this is not good for uh, Keith Kirkwood, because I like Keith Kirkwood. I think he's an outstanding individual. But Hayner, boy, uh, would have been like plus 30. He dropped it right in there, and and, he didn't finish. He dropped the ball.
1: Not good, especially with all these other wide receivers starting to step it up.
2: No, no. And and then uh, I tell you what, um, this is probably the uh, play of the day in the red zone. And good for the defense because we've been outstanding Reds on defense. You know, we need that to continue. We were number one two years ago. We were number six last year. Bimber don't break, force field goals, get turnovers more. Uh, We got to do that more. But down the middle, you think, oh, Carter, Jawan Johnson, touchdown. Uh, Not so fast. Uh, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, pass defending, swiping that down. And it didn't happen. So that's, no, not so much for the offense, but good for the defense that you were able to make that type of play. We'll be back with more
1: of our Saints training camp practice updates when we get back from the break. Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak joining us on the radio huddle here on WWL. Call
2: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Back here on Sports Talk, Steve Geller along with Bobby Abert, welcoming in St. Sideline reporter Jeff Nowak to the radio huddle. Jeff, a pretty eventful day at practice. I know a lot of absences and uh, one we weren't too surprised to see. We talked about it on the podcast uh, after that game against the Chargers and a guy in wide receiver Brian Edwards who had a rough outing.
3: Yeah, I think the way I phrased it on the podcast was that I was canceling my subscription to Brian Edwards, and uh, it kind of feels like the same <laughs> felt the same way. And, and it's just, you know, you saw the the struggles that he had are just you know a little beyond what you would expect in terms of yeah, it's camp, you're working, but. When you effectively cost your team three touchdowns in a four place span, that seems to be a, a bit beyond that. So I, you know, I, and, and I think it's telling that they didn't have to waive him, right? Like they didn't need that roster spot. They did not sign anyone into that roster spot. So I think that tells you kind of where he was at. But I think it also tells you how the team kind of feels about the wide receiver room. I think they feel really good about where Shaq Davis is at, where At Perry is at. We didn't see Lim Bowden today. But I think, you know, from a special teams perspective, he has a lot to offer. John Trey Kirkland had a solid day. So I, I think the wide receiver room is in really good shape. And he's just, you know, the, the, you know, not where you were hoping to see him at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, Jeff, it's almost like uh, when you evaluate uh, where you're at and who you want to give the refs to that, um, you know what, uh, I've seen enough, Brian Edwards, uh, no, he might catch on with someone else. Uh, but uh, they want to get more opportunities because uh, Brian Edwards has played the games. He has been targeted. But maybe uh, wanting to give uh, more opportunities to Shaq Davis, uh, Kirkland, whoever it might be, whoever's available. Mm-hmm. Bowden, uh, uh, you know, dealing with injuries and all that. Uh, you can even look at – now, the, the one guy that they drafted, um, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Kwan Baker from South Alabama. did they mm-hmm. we um, – yeah, I think – was he a seven-round pick or something, yep. if I could think? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, been, that, yeah. I, it's I, it's I would funny. say when I look at all, like, I don't know, the, the roster and where we're at, I'm not saying he's the next guy getting cut, but who do you have confidence in? Uh, I, I would see, like, a Kawan Baker that he's still there, uh, but they have a lot of other guys still that they want to see uh, in an actual preseason game against the Texans, how they can contribute.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, you could look at it like this. You know, in past years, you would have had to cut down you to eighty-five Jeff? or eighty. I can't I remember, but okay. no, you know, in in the past, we you would have had to cut down right to to eighty-five to eighty. And so you're looking at right, some right. players on the roster that it's like, yeah, do we need to get them reps? Are we going to give them reps, or does it just make more sense to cut bait now so that you're not just trying to figure out how you're going to incorporate them? I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I mean, if I had to make those cuts, Brian Edwards would have been would have been in it. And the question is, you know, who are those other players who, like you said you know, these are valuable reps for some of these guys and for others that you've already kind of made a decision on. Maybe they're not so valuable. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I was talking to Dave Cohen this morning, and I think you're going to see a good number of starters in this week three game. And the reason being, I think, you, you know, you canceled those joint practices. Your plan was to get a lot of high-quality reps in those joint practices. and're not going to happen anymore. So I think you're going to end up seeing more of the top of the roster, at least in the, early in the game, maybe for a, a series um, but yeah, I think the wide receiver room. I I feel good about it. You know, I feel good about Shaq. I feel good about At. Um, uh, yeah, and the guy like Kawan. I, I don't I don't know. You know how much longer he has. We haven't seen Traquan Smith in what feels like forever. I don't know what's going on with him. He's dealing with that groin injury. Groin injury seem to be the uh, you know the wild card of this training camp. It seems like we get a new one every day, and the injuries last forever. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's you're in a position now that. You feel really good about a, good about the top of your wide receiver depth chart, and it's just really trying to figure out who's going to be that fourth or fifth guy. And in a lot of cases, that's more about special teams and, and kick returning anyway.
2: Now, uh, you know, Jeff, I'm looking at um, you know who's in the rotation, and it's all about taking advantage of opportunity. Now, we wanted to talk to him, uh, but then all of a sudden uh, we find out. Uh, From Coach Allen, he's dealing with a groin injury. But uh, Nico uh, Lelos, I mean, uh, listen, I can tell you right now, uh, you know, you're not under no damn radar. Uh, He's on everybody's NFL radar as far as uh, when you have that kind of production in a quarter, it's almost like a video game. What he was able to do, I mean, like you look at tackle for a loss, whether it's sacks or pass breakups, back-to-back sacks, I mean, statistically, one quarter, he would win, like, defensive player of the week. You know how you always throw out there, like, okay, defensive player of the game of the week. He did it in one quarter. It it was, like, monumental. And and, and Mike had told me this earlier, that what's unbelievable, because I'm always fascinated where players come from. He's from Akron, Ohio, and he was a preferred walk-on at Ohio State. And he said, No, I'm not going to do that. And he ends up going to Darthman. And I would never question a Darthman education because uh, it's a Ivy League. And yeah. it, it, that's why uh, that individual I'd want to go to dinner with. I'd want to <laughs> sit down and go to dinner with him because, talk about, look, party. he's like 6'5, 270. And whether you're late, I don't, I don't know if he was a late bloomer, if he preferred walk on, where did he go to high school? Maybe as not highly competitive in Akron, in Ohio, but it wasn't Ohio University anywhere in the Big Ten. He goes to Dartmouth in New Hampshire. Dartmouth. Yeah. The, 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 uh, no, I, I keep mispronouncing. I, I have to say <laughs> teach. Uh, instead of saying uh, Dartmouth. Uh, right. Dartmouth, I would say Dartmouth. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, but that's unbelievable to me what he's been able to do and the impact he's had. Because like I said, listen, I played a number of years. I've witnessed a number of years as far as uh, talking about what players do. I have never, ever seen a quarter like what he did. I'm telling you, this is like. I know in postgame you compare it to Lawrence Taylor and my eyes popped out of my no, socket. Uh, because it's one quarter. I'm not talking <laughs> about a game in one quarter and what he did for three straight plays. He batted a pass and he gets back-to-back sacks what, he's a machine. I was like, who, who is this guy? I mean, how can well, you not? The, That's the, why. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff.
3: Well, the, the amazing thing about it, too, is, you know, the injury he missed practice with today, he was dealing with that when he was, when he was out there for that final drive because he, he got a stop on fourth down. He went to the injury tent, you know, and, and he was in there for a few minutes. He came back out. He didn't go back to the locker room or anything. But he was dealing with something. And then he went back that out the That means he's field. playing hurt.
2: He's playing hurt <laughs> who that nation loves that. That means he ain't like I got this or that. I'm playing hurt, and he produces like that. What? Who doesn't? Listen, uh, somebody might steal him from the Saints. Uh, he might. For sure, he's on our practice squad. You know, there ain't no way he's not on our practice squad, but then you'd have to pick him up and put him on your active roster. But right. what he's done, that's a football player. Who doesn't like football players? Because it's all about production. That's what he did and that opportunity he had.
3: Yeah, and I mean, the Saints had him around last year, too. They clearly like him. I got to talk to him as he came off the field. And, yeah, I mean, he knows this, is, this was an opportunity for him to show what he can do, and he, and he did it. Um, I don't know how much room there is on the Saints defensive tackle roster. It's a, it's a, honestly, for a spot that's been rebuilt, it's had a, I think that is probably one of the more impressive units we have seen so far in camp between, you know, guys like Malcolm Roach and Brian Brzee. I'm not sure if they're even your starters. And, you know, they've been making an impact. And then obviously you have Nathan Shepherd and Colin Saunders. So right. you know, I, I think their depth there is really impressive. And he's, and he's part of that. And, I, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. When you have three sacks in a game as a defensive tackle, people stand up and take notice. And I think it also kind of shows you, like, when you're a, de- it's a, a defensive player, when you're a defensive lineman, you know, when, if you win three times out of ten, you're a Hall of Famer. Right? So you yes. can impact the game in, in so many ways if, you were, if you're doing that. So, yeah, I think that was a really impressive day for him.
1: You guys, I know you're both out of practice. Didn't see tight end Jimmy Graham, but Coach Dennis Allen did give some kind of update on him.
3: Yeah, he said he expects him back this week to practice. He said hopefully on Wednesday, and that's a good sign for him. Because I think the first question is, can he play football, right? Can he get back yeah. into the fold? Then you ask, can he make the roster? Well, he needs to get it back on the field first. But if they're comfortable well, putting him back on the field, I think that's a good sign for him for sure.
2: Well, uh, Jeff, I, I, I'm going to play, I don't know, kind of conspiracy or devil's advocate <laughs> about, uh, I don't know, but, but what in the hell caused the season? You know, we don't want anybody all of a sudden in their, in their life uh, span or their lifetime, I had a seizure. Where did that come from? Okay, how was that seizure induced? That's what the saints are going to investigate.
1: Well, it's something uh, that Jeff and I also talked about on the Inside Black and Gold podcast, not even just his football career being in danger, but he's a licensed pilot. How are you going to fly, uh, fly a plane if you have seizures like that are an issue?
2: Well, you better have a good co-pilot. Uh, I mean, uh, think there is a co-pilot in uh, no, no, that small plane. Uh, yeah, you can't have – no, you can't be uh, – what? Uh, you go on a plane uh, with Jimmy Graham, he <laughs> could have seizures? Hell no. What? He better have a good co-pilot? Now, I don't know what happened. To me – I have a lot of common sense about this. If you in any community and they're taking you to jail because maybe you're disruptive and all of a sudden uh, somebody's calling in and they got to take you to jail. To me, if you wanted in traffic, okay, you, know, you don't know what people right. are dealing being with. being disoriented. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what people are dealing with. But wouldn't you take it more to, like, the emergency room at a hospital versus we arresting you? I mean, uh, or, or uh, uh, now the host is telling me they did both. But at first they took hmm. him to jail, then they took him to the hospital. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, we weren't there. I don't know what the hell happened. But the, the saints got to look into this. Will he be part yeah. of this team? Will he be able to contribute? So that that's uh, there's a lot, Still a lot of questions going on. Yeah. The, the other
3: thing that's worth noting is it. You know, it wasn't in the middle of the night. Like when I first saw the the. Right. Uh, you know news that's even worse thought, in, the, in the like middle of the day in the morning well you know i think you know in terms of you know i think there's a lot of questions when it first happened and you're like well what was he doing at that point and what right but the like, reports they, are the concerns over narcotics being involved yes exactly and they were in meetings until about six o'clock right like there's, there's no i don't know what he could have possibly done in that intervening time other than you know have it be a medical emergency and and I think the cops were just, they didn't know what was going on. They, they believed he was under the influence of something. And I think the first step would be to just get him off the street and go from there. But, yeah, I, I think the, the thing that the Saints are going to want to do is figure out what the cause was, because it's honestly more concerning if you can't. Uh, right. Because then it's just like, well, yeah, now you've got to do all these tests and figure that out. So hopefully they can get to the bottom. But I don't think we'll ever find out uh, in that sense. But right, 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 right. medical God. stuff, they're going to keep it under wraps. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if he's able to get back on the field, I think that's a good sign that um, he might be able to put this behind him uh, pretty quick.
1: And he is is he, he is he? expected to be at practice tomorrow morning.
2: Yeah, the, 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 my understanding, Dennis Allen, so no, I expect him to be here tomorrow. Uh, no, no, he Dennis he, Allen. He said he's
3: hoping that he's there tomorrow. He's I think hoping, he's saying he's he expects hoping. him back this week, hopefully tomorrow. So I don't want to – I wouldn't put a, you know, stamp on it that he will be there tomorrow. But there is a chance he's there tomorrow.
2: Yeah, no, no, the whole thing uh, Holland unfolded, and uh, I was like, you know, it was kind of sad. I don't know. Uh, you have tragedies. You have medical issues. You can have uh, personal issues, uh, you know, what people are dealing with mentally or emotionally or physically. You don't know. But didn't like, Jeff, help me out, you or Steve or whatever, you know, then mm-hmm. the day before or something he did an interview that was freaking awesome.
3: Yeah, he spoke at no, the podium it was that morning. It was, it was, he that was day. what? It was hours it was like he was unbelievable. Yes, yeah, six hours before he was in in the street doing whatever you know, going to the hospital. He was talking to the media. It was about one p.m. that same day, and he seemed fine. He was in a great great mood. He was talking about how he felt the best he's ever felt, or at least since like twenty fifteen, because he had the you know, we talked about it. He had the patella tendon injury, and he was like, man, I feel great. This, this is fantastic. And then, yeah, it, it, things can change, well, can change well,
2: quickly. And, you know, change quickly, that's when Steve all of a sudden texts me that. You know, Steve I always going. and he says, like, TMZ. Nothing good comes out of TMZ. No, it's never good news. So when I see TMZ, and what did I tell you, Steve? Like, what? <laughs> I'm like. You
1: can't what? blame the heat on this one either.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what just happened? Then you got to wait and see. Of what occurred? Mm-hmm. So uh, we hope the best for Jimmy Graham, uh, but uh, the only way the Saints are keeping him if he can contribute this season, they ain't gonna be like, oh, because what you did in the past. hell oh, there's like, no like victory lap. No, they are just no, gonna no. pay him hell? To no hell? No hell? No. The NFL don't do that. The NFL, in theory, and and they uh, most teams take this approach. Then they when when they compensating you in the future they paying you for what you could do in the future. You could be unbelievable pro football Hall of Famer in the past. They don't – no, they, they'll say we, we'll let you uh, – we'll call your name, we'll let you wave to the fans and all that, but we're not compensating yeah. you for that no matter what you did in the past. And Jimmy Graham's the best of the best. You're looking at that two or three seasons he had, he led the NFL touchdown passes. But they want to know, okay, how can you help us right now? No, no, and if you can't help us right now – now, they might put him on, put him on some list, like uh, physically unable to perform or whatever like Non-football that. injury yeah, list. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. But, no, uh, that's why Dennis Allen was, wants to see. And, you know, look at the tight ends. I like our tight end room. Uh, Jawan Johnson, Foster Morrow. You look even if you add Taysom Hill in there. No, we've had good a good tight Lucas end Lucas Kroll had a rough outing
1: in the preseason game number two.
2: Yeah. um uh, was like, targeted a lot, though. Yeah, targeted because uh, I think. Lucas Crow, uh, to me, is the NFL tight end. You might say, well, mm-hmm. Bobby had those drops and all that, but I still think he has that ability. I think the Saints, for sure, think they still can develop him Well, you're on the practice squad. There's all of a sudden, um, I don't know, the situation for the Steelers in their room at tight end. There's Kenny Pickett said, I really like him. How about we activate him on our roster because the Saints got him on the practice squad? So I don't know, but I think he could play in the NFL, Lucas Crow.
3: Yeah, and I mean, you're looking at it like, you know, this is for, – for Jimmy, obviously, you have a lot of questions. The timing of it is also brutal because you have to make a decision in a week of who do you keep, right? Right. Uh, and and if you're not sure where you stand with him in a week, then it'd be beca- I, – I don't know. What do you do, right? Do you do you keep a Lucas Crawl? Do you keep maybe one fewer tight end and keep someone – I don't know. But it's it's something they're going to have to well, really dive I- into in the next few days.
2: I know, Jeff. I have a question for you. Okay, well, what about Steve? You could chime in. Any b- both of y'all, uh, like, because uh, I think he's a better version. And we had Nick Vinette from Ohio State last year. I think Jesse James. I think Jesse James still has something left in the tank. Well, where is Jesse James at? Maybe I just like his name. I don't know. The outlaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I don't know. But uh, is, is Jesse James maybe in their plans? Because I think if you look at like if you had. I don't know, 32 times three because each team's keep keeping three tight ends. Uh, Jesse James is in that number, you know, to make a team. I truly believe that, that even more than like uh, Nick Vanette, you know, at Ohio State, you know, and how long you last. And so, I, I don't know. Um, Jeff, it seems like he's uh, been out of sight, out of mind with Jesse James. Right, he hasn't been
3: around. Yeah, I was talking to Haas about this today. You know, it's like, well, why have they kept him around if, if, you know, they they don't intend to have him be a part of the team? I think maybe what you're doing is saying, okay, if we can get to the regular season, maybe we can stash him on IR and then maybe come back. I don't know, but yeah, I think if they if they didn't feel like Jesse could contribute, they wouldn't still have him on the roster, right? <laughs> He's been out for right. about three weeks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if if you can't keep Jimmy Graham around, if it doesn't work out, then I think there is an opening for just a big a big old boy at tight end, right? Some of these six, seven guys who can go up in places where other guys cannot get to and catch a pass. So I, I think you're right. I think he's, you know, we haven't been talking about him because he hasn't been around, but I, I think there is still some uh, some upside there for sure. I agree with him.
1: Jeff, thanks for the time. Be seeing you out here tomorrow morning. I don't think I'll I'll leave. I'll just camp out in the media room. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, right yeah. in early.
2: Just camp out here. <laughs> All right, Jeff. All right. Yeah, thanks, Jeff.
1: We'll be back with more sports talk after the break, right here on WWL. Stay tuned. I'm
0: Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra.
1: Saints have wrapped up today's training camp session. They'll be back at it bright and early tomorrow morning. Have sessions uh, at their practice facility here in Metairie on Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll be back in the Superdome Friday. Uh, practicing, not the joint sessions though. They ended up canceling those with the Houston Texans. Apparently, Houston dealing with a bunch of injuries over there just wasn't worth traveling over to here. Uh, to practice in the heat because there's not enough room in the indoor facility for for both teams to get at it anyway. But those teams will be going at it in the Caesar Superdome. That's a seven o'clock kickoff. You'll hear that on WWL Saints Radio. We'll have all that for you. And yeah, preseason game number three, and then it is over with, and we're on to the real deal. Obviously, uh, after that, there's that that week break. Now they get Bobby before getting into the regular season. It uh, kind of gives everyone a time to catch their breath and get everything set before the real deal gets going.
2: Yeah, um, you know, uh, guys are fighting to try to make the roster, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, you like to practice against other players. You know, like instead of always beating up one another and who you're competing in, it's, it's a good sample size. You go against one another, uh, That, but then you go against the Chargers, you go against the Texans. And, obviously, they can't come because the injuries they're dealing with. But but I think it's a combination. Uh, you know, when D'Amico Ryan says, like, oh, we have a lot of injuries. I don't think it's in our best interest. But I think also how you would uh, structure practices. That's what they, I'm thinking, too. Because Thursday Friday is so freaking hot out there. <laughs> and the season's just around the corner. You ain't not accomplish nothing. With the Houston Texans, then the Saints play indoors. Yeah, Houston's like, well, wait a minute. We got enough heat right here. We don't need to come no, no, to no, that. No, 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 So So that, that I think – They wouldn't admit that, but I think that's a part of it. You know, you could say we're dealing with injuries and uh, the task at hand. Uh, Like, uh, I think Dennis Allen did say today in the press that they are going to the Superdome on Friday. Right. Uh, So, uh, so, yeah, Uh, you want to be productive. most work you can get before, uh, you know, because basically when they play the Texans uh, on Sunday, uh, training camp's over. I mean, you could say it leads up into that, but – I don't know, Hoss or, uh, or, you know, Steve, have you ever witnessed that the Saints, uh, we'll talk about that even next hour, all our preseason games are on Sunday. It's like the regular season. I I'm I I don't know if I've ever, like it might be a Friday or Saturday. You might play one Sunday. but it's All been, Sunday. No, it's like, uh, I don't know, that might be a good thing, getting ready for regular season. I don't know if I've ever witnessed that. And um, because I'm looking like, okay, all these NFL games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the Saints are, if not the only game on Sunday, maybe they one of two. Two. Yeah.
1: Saints Sundays are back. And we (laughs) can't wait to bring you every single minute. We'll be back with more on Sports Talk right after the break here on WWL. How would you like to see Dave Chappelle live in New Orleans? Well, WWL has your tickets to see the provocative, unpredictable, award-winning comedian Friday, September 15th at the Smoothie King Center. Go to com slash contest now to register to win a pair of tickets. Experience Dave Chappelle, comic genius, live. It's a celebration courtesy of Live Nation and WWL tickets on sale now via Ticketmaster. Uh, the hot ticket for this weekend will definitely be the season finale, the preseason finale in the Caesars Superdome, the Saints taking on the Houston Texans. And I'm curious to see what kind of crowd will show up for that game. I felt like the first preseason game in the Dome was a surprisingly well-attended affair, especially a ton of Kansas City Chiefs fans in attendance. I didn't know about that sea of red, you know, being a part of there right away. My wife was in attendance. Uh, she she was near in the front row area and said there was even some pushy fans telling one of the Kansas City Chiefs sideline reporter, hey, can you get Pat Mahomes to come over here? And the girl explained to one of the fans, like, that's
2: not how this works. I'm going to get in a ton of trouble if that happens. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, fans just want to get close to their favorite player. They don't exactly understand uh, how this works. But uh, listen, I'm not even... But he's
1: not playing. He's not doing anything. Come on over, sign some autographs.
2: <laughs> no, but it's not. It's like it's not. It's not an autograph session. They actually play in the game and paying it, it, attention. It, it's, they it's, should it's, be paying
1: attention. Paying attention, and that's what like Sean Payton does not want his Payton, players to I don't right. want
2: nobody <laughs> doing no damn interview. Now, some other teams, you could do an interview. You're not playing anymore. I want you to. You no know, Gilligan hats. Uh, no sunglasses. Interview. Can't take your s- uniform s- off. Sunglasses. But you know, this day and age, I mean, it's kind of like. I don't know. You got to maybe change with the times. So Sean might have to lighten up a little bit about that. But in the old in the old days, Coach Warren, oh, hell no, you would never do none of that stuff. It's like almost even if you weren't playing, you would keep your helmet on and 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 still have your chin strap buckled. No, I I couldn't remember. You know how you know it changed where you could see players with baseball caps. I remember one time. I think I might have had a baseball cap, and, and Coach Warren looked at me like. Well, 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 you're not a baseball player take that off and I, and I did what he said closing out this hour
1: of sports talk we'll, we'll see you tomorrow after we get through some uh, morning training camp session but more Saints talk coming up after this on the Saints hour featuring Mike Haas, Bobby Abear, and myself stay tuned, we'll be back with more on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network